Hey, I'm Katie. Welcome back to this session on the organizational chart and how this is going to help you grow your business. In part, this is due to the vision of where God is taking you. And so if you haven't done the session on vision yet, it may be good to do that one before you dive into this one or do them very close together, one of the two. This lesson in particular has got two parts, one here with me teaching you, and I'm going to be sharing with you our organizational charts and what those look like. We're also going to be sharing a presentation that I did at one of our live Christian marketing events, where I walked you through how to envision the growth of your organizational chart and how to put those things on there. And so I'm going to show you how ours has evolved over the last several years. And then uh, you'll also have that video number two, that is the training with the worksheet that you have down below. If you have any questions, of course, leave a comment. We're here to support you. So in 2020, our company was still a solopreneur company. It was my husband and I doing all the things. We were doing all the website. We were doing any marketing. We were doing any image creation. We were doing any content creation. We were doing any email support. We were doing the teaching and we were doing the video editing and we were doing all the things, but we had a vision for where we wanted to go. I actually wrote, sat down one day and I wrote down all the things that I was doing. If I answered an email, I wrote it down. If I was writing email sequences. I wrote that down. If I was scheduling email sequences, I wrote it down. If I was creating social media posts, if I was creating images, if I was creating videos, if I was coaching, if I was answering things in the Facebook group or admitting people to a community, whatever I was doing, I made a list of all of those things. And then I went through and I marked only the things that I could do. What are the things that nobody else could do? Tap can't do it. I couldn't hand this off to anybody else. Nobody knows how to do those things except for me. And it came down quite honestly to the visioning where we're going, right? The, the big picture vision for this company and the teaching. That's the things that I need to do. That's my sweet spot. The marketing, I need to have a hand in, but I don't have to do all of the things. I don't have to do all the little detail things. I can guide the marketing. Somebody else can write the copy and then bring it to me for approval and adding my voice in. And so I started to dream about what it might look like for, for us to grow this business and have more help in the business. Now, I also had watched some other companies grow really big, really quickly and totally lose touch with the fact that they were serving people. And I didn't want that to happen. I still don't want that to happen to our company. I don't ever want to get to the point where me or somebody on my team forgets that there is a person on the other end of that transaction, a person on the other end of that email. We have got to be put people first and I had seen examples of companies that I did interactions with that had grown so quickly and expanded so much that they couldn't see the people anymore. They couldn't take into consideration each individual person's conversation. Everyone was treated as a number and everyone was treated the same regardless of circumstance. There was no room for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide. There was no room for grace. It was just, this is how we do it. And this is how we do it. And you are no longer a person. You're getting in the way of our prophets. And I didn't want that to happen to me no matter how large we grew. And for a long time, that kept us from growing. That fear of becoming an impersonable company kept us from growing. But what I recognized was that I also, one of my jobs as the visionary leader of our company is that I get to set the culture. And as long as I am worried about that fact that we not let people become numbers, I can instill that in my people. I can teach that love and that culture to my people and I can begin to delegate successfully. 
If someone can do it 80% as good as me, that is good enough. They can do the bulk of the work. They can bring it to me for final tweaks, but I didn't have to spend the hours and hours creating that. And now with the advances in AI technology and all the things, we have so many more tools to use to do things faster and easier. So anyway, this is what the organization looked like in 2020. In 2022, we had grown quite a bit. As you can see here, we began to delegate. And now I must say that three of the people on this chart happened to be our children. As our children got older and we were able to involve them more and more in the inner workings of the business, they began to learn certain skills that then we could put to use in the family business. Now, I'm not saying that children are just given us to work. No, they got, a, they got pay, they got training, they got payment, we're treating them well but we're allowing them a chance from the safety of home to be able to have a part in what God is doing in our family through this business that he's given us to steward. We're providing them an opportunity to learn a skill. We're providing them an opportunity to earn some money through exercising that skill. And that's not to say I expect our kids to stay and take over the business someday and it'll always be a family thing. I have no idea what God's going to do with them, but I do know that he's given us this opportunity to help them learn these skills right now. And so that was a big part of our growth was that some of our children were now old enough to be able to learn some of these skills and take part in what we were doing, which allowed us to start to begin to delegate some of these activities. We also started hosting live events, which meant God brought us some people who could help in those seasonal activities when there was more activity going on in the business and we needed more help than on a regular basis. And then project-based teams. And of course you're accounting and you're, you know, every March and April, we got to get this paperwork done, right? And so uh, as we began to expand this, we realized that even the people who do one-off jobs once a year are really a part of the team. It's a part of what God is using to further this business. And so we began to include them in our team structure here as we began to see how that, that all worked together. And including them allowed us then to keep them top of mind and be praying for them. It allowed us to let them in a little bit more on the big picture of what God is doing. It's not that you're just a podcast editor. It's that you're editing a podcast that's taking this message to the world, that's bringing people back to learn this so that God can do this with them. And we were able to enroll even our part-time service providers in the bigger picture of what they were a part of, which made their service even better as they contributed to the results in the company. That was 2022. And then as we began to look at what else we needed, I began to put more circles on here. What are the other things I need to delegate? And I would put the circle up and I would put a question mark, or I would put my face in it if I'm the one doing it for now. And I, I began to dream. And so the beginning of 20. 2023, this is what our organizational chart looked like. And you can see now I've got an executive assistant that we were able to hire who takes a lot of the day-to-day -day communication and customer service off my plate. She handles calendar stuff and, and scheduling appointments for me, things that have to be done, but I don't physically have to do it. We also have lots of question marks in these circles on these pages, because this is the vision God has given us for where he's taken this company. And we don't know who those people are right now, but we already have in mind that at some point we want to add those positions, or we want to grow the people that we have to be able to handle more and be able to put them into those positions. And so as we looked at this, it gives us a thing to pray for. It gives us a way to be planning already our SOPs, our standard operating procedures, and begin to already put in place 
the documentation so that when God provides that person to step into that role, we have what we need to be able to train them efficiently and get them to work faster and easier because we know what that position takes. And so I just want to challenge you as you listen to this organizational chart training in the next video to be thinking about what is possible. What are all the things that you're doing? What are the things that only you have to do? And let's start praying about who God is going to bring to support you in that. Because I truly believe that we're not an island to ourselves. A flamingo left to his own can't survive in the wild and neither can you in your business. And whether that's someone to support you through a group coaching program or a mastermind or a support group of something, you need that to be able to survive. You also need people who can do things for you. Not all of us have been gifted with the knowledge and understanding of the legal jargon it takes to do taxes or the spreadsheet number crunching that it takes to do the accounting on a weekly basis. I know that's not my strong point. I couldn't wait to get that handed off to somebody else. And so I can't do this all by myself. I can do it all. I can learn how to do it, but I can't do it all, all at the same time. And so if I'm going to get things done in a timely manner, I'm going to be able to put my best efforts where my genius zone is going to make the biggest impact. I need to be putting other people into positions and roles in which they can use their best zone of genius to make the biggest impact so that we can all grow and move forward together. And that's what I want for you too.